Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hot Local Singles. It's Josh and Juan. Hello. This is Juan. That's him. It's a pop music podcast, mm-hmm. uh, as always. We come to you today, live and direct, to bring up a huge issue in today's society and to really dig deep into how and why (laughs) and where. It's Eurovision. (laughs) Yeah, the where, Europe, the 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 why. Well, sometimes, not even always. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that. Eurovision, it's a song contest that honestly America could really learn some things from. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the camp of it all, the spectacle of it all. Yeah. The budget of it all, in some cases, not in all cases. The budget, I think, is... But even just like the production of the fact that there's this like, huge song contest. Because I guess it doesn't compare to like X Factor or anything like that at all. No. No, right? X Factor is like people mostly singing covers. What I like about Eurovision, I mean... Full disclosure, I'm not an expert. I don't think I watched I watched the 2017 ceremony when I was living in Spain, but that's it. But Eurovision is like original songs, which I think is really cool because yes. it just it actually brings so much more like personality from each performer. Yeah. And there is kind of a Eurovision sound, I think, from what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. Like I did go to a bar to watch Eurovision in 2019. And I believe the Netherlands won with like a really sappy, oh. like male ballad. <laughs> Sucked. Oh, interesting. It was so disappointing. Like, everyone in the bar was upset. But <laughs> it was really the energy that was the fun part. And, like, keeping yeah, score yeah. and, like, you know, you have your scorecard and stuff. So today on the show, in one of two preliminary Eurovision episodes, we're going through the best of the first semifinalist countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just barely got that sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> so it's already been split into two semifinals. And then the winners from those two semifinals will form the main show. Yeah. We're going to do first half today, the best of the first half today, and then the best of the second half later in April. Because, yeah, as you know, or if you know, this, I think it's literally a total of 40 songs, which you thought was a bit too much to go over. Oh, yeah. So for each episode, we're going to go over the songs that are like stood out to us or those the ones that are have like the highest chance of winning based of what like betting houses are saying right and the three locks uh which are like the big five which are the five countries that fund the spectacle and the host which is the netherlands in this case because yeah i guess netherlands won the last one because there wasn't one last year right exact yeah so yeah, there is some payola involved. The, com- the countries who pay the For most sure. are locked into the final, which is extremely mm-hmm. questionable. I mean, that doesn't explain why the Netherlands won la- in 2019, honestly, with that like, tragic anti-bop. But anyways. <laughs> Actually, the one that I saw in 2017, Portugal won, and it was also a male ballot. Tragic. I liked it, actually, but... It wasn't the Eurovision, it wasn't not at all what I was expecting from the Eurovision sound. Not why people show up, yeah, not why people are watching. Yeah. <laughs> and there are all kinds of rules about, like, countries not being allowed to vote for themselves. Right. And there's a lot of sort of loyalties, I think, too, amongst mm-hmm. countries. Like, they often have favorites to vote for every every year. Do we know anything about that? No, not really. No. We're here to talk about the songs today, so... <laughs> if I was a jury, I would vote like 
the countries that I hated the least, like Israel, Spain, one point, two points. I would give shit like Lithuania 10 points just because I want to see them thrive culturally. Yeah. <laughs> Lithuanian culture on the up with Juan in charge. <laughs> the expert is in the house. Okay, so I guess we could start talking about the semi-final number one. And we should start with the locks. I'm, I'm calling them locks. I don't think that's the official term for it, but it's Germany, Italy. So those are two of the countries that pay the most. And the Netherlands is the host, so they are like qualified for the final in Rotterdam. The song that Germany sent is by Gendrik. I don't know. I mean, okay, okay listener, this episode is going to be filled with pronunciation errors, yeah. so just bear with us. Truly. And <laughs> the song title is I Don't Feel Hate. Let me repeat that. I don't feel hate. <laughs> um... Should we play the song or what are we... <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll play a clip. You're going to play it for me? So let's describe this. In the own God. It's very much like a Jake Paul lead singer. <laughs> he kind of looks like PewDiePie or whatever. But it's like very twee and very new girl at the same time. Yeah. Oh, very new girl. And sonically, it's like a ukulele, which I think we also saw. It's like a ukulele. There's an inflatable pool. Oh, this is so bad. Oh. It's funny because it's not even like camp in the good way. Like it's not faggot, high camp. This is like straight guy tries to do camp, which really just becomes extra doing a bit too much. Yeah. There's everything you want, you don't want in a song. There's ukuleles, there's tap dance. There's like a tap, tap dancing breakdown at some point. Because the message very obviously is like anti-hate message. I don't even know what kind of hate he's referring to, like racial gender i don't know just don't hate period i mean i feel like germany is just constantly apologizing for the holocaust at this point but <laughs> um it's kind of a unique right, yeah. twee twist on the matter <laughs> which is really what we all were asking for i think all along thank you gendrick i guess if you're germany you're automatically qualified to the final i just like send whatever you send the, the, the stupidest shit you don't even have to worry about it we're not even going to bother doing the binary because we assume these are all local. We were talking about Eurovision. Yes, exactly. So yeah, long story short, low budget, goofy. It's like YouTuber vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it is a YouTuber vibe. It's kind of hot though. Shut up. And that's that. That's <laughs> I where I know it's girl. time for me to stop watching this song. <laughs> oh God. Speaking of hot, the next one is like too old to be emo, but they're not even emo. So the next song is Italy's entry, and it's called Ziti e Buoni. Nice. By... Good luck with this. I don't know. <laughs> by... What's the name of the artist? It's a it's a Danish word I looked up oh, really? for moonshine. Oh, manskin. Okay, yeah. Really hard to say. The vibes for this one are very different. Not at all what I was expecting from Eurovision again. It's very like rock, capital R, rock. Yeah. But also like, it's not like... It's not like 80s, 70s rock, like classic rock. No, it's more like... It's very 2000s rock, yes. but not quite emo. It is. Yeah. I said it's a bit like The Hives. Yeah, reminds me of White Stripes a bit. But yeah, it's, that's kind of the vibe, yeah. Kind of cool, honestly. I mean, for Italy. 
<laughs> for Eurovision, for Italy, it's cool. <laughs> for Eurovision. Honestly, yeah, I like that they like did something completely like unexpected. This is the type of thing that could win, you know? I think so too, exactly, because it does stand out. And all the other songs have like cheesy saxophone or horn breakdowns in the chorus. So much. Whereas this one be, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Like it literally stands out. Like I remember this one so much from even this short list that we have. So I think that's going to work to its benefit for sure. Totally. Yeah. That was Italy. And the, the, the song's message is a manifesto for those who want to treasure their uniqueness. Cute. And they're like slim fit suits. (laughs) Cut way too short. Love it. So unique. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought like, I thought everyone in Europe dressed like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next song. This is the third and final lock in the first semifinal. Mm -hmm. The Netherlands. It's called Birth of a New Age by Jean-Gu Macrui. Sorry about that. I didn't like this one. No, it's not great. It's very much like an inspirational... It's almost like Roar or like Fight Song or something. Yeah. (laughs) The video is cool, I guess. Like, it's very high production value and like... It has cool imagery yeah. points, but the sa- the song itself, I didn't like at all. I thought the melody was like not there, essentially, just a bit... Yeah. I couldn't really hold on to anything when I was listening to it, other than... Like, I think the message precedes the music, if that makes sense. You know, there's not much to grab onto musically. Which could go far this year, though, you have to admit. Yeah, yeah, totally. It could be a message first year. Yeah, I think so, for sure, especially like given the circumstances. And when you go through the list, a lot of them are like, like this one, for example, I was trying to Google the language because it's, it's in English, but also in Sranantongo, yeah. which is a language they speak in Suriname, which is a South American country that was colonized by the ne- Netherlands. So what I've seen this, this one and a couple other entries were like singers from countries that were colonized by the European country. So I think that's mm. like a running theme throughout. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it looks good. Like the the color grading is good. I yes. Guess. Yeah. It's <laughs> a nice compliment. <laughs> There's a prize for like best video. This one could win it, but not for best song. Well, it's not that good. It's just like good, you know. It's like solid. <laughs> yeah, it's a solid so. video. <laughs> it's a video that has an in- a beginning and an ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jean Gu. Thank you. Netherlands. A lot of what Eurovision is is not even the music videos, but like the actual live performance, right? That's like the big thing. Totally. Like in the ceremony, yeah. yeah. And watching or um, reading these YouTube comments and all these videos, because by the way, listen, mm-hmm. all of these songs have videos. A lot of the comments are like, oh, on TV the other night, he sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's mm-hmm. so much better. It's well put together now. So I guess each country is also voting for their song, you know? Like there's like a whole spectacle of yeah, yeah. the finalists for each country as well, which is fun. Like that sounds fun to me. Yeah, I know. It would be so boring in Canada though. Holy shit. I cannot even imagine like the people they would send. <laughs> or like the States could pull this off like a state by state contest, song contest. They should do that too. The States could use yeah, some uh, unity, you know? America vision. Honestly, yeah. Some unity via competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like pitting pitting Americans against each other would create unity for sure. Definitely, I think so. Oh, I think so, though. Just like the spectacle, the ceremony of everyone watching the thing. Yeah. Anyway, so those are the locks. The next songs that we're going to discuss are songs that we chose based on like betting houses saying that they have a chance of winning. And this song that is up next is actually 
ranked number one in most things that I checked as wow. like the one with the yeah with the most possibility of winning this year. And it is Malta's entry. Jimmy Cass is the name of the song, and the name of the artist is Destiny. Oh, that's very easy to pronounce. Iconic. What an iconic name. Mm-hmm. She's um, <laughs> very much following the Lizzo print, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yes, to the T. Very much like um, empowerment, wearing yeah, a tiara, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, good. Like, I'm into it. It has like a motocross yeah. moment, too. A few things going on. Fungling like a hot shirtless man. Honestly, they're pretty hot to me. Decent. Yeah, decent. Take me to Malta. And there is a saxo beat in this when the beat drops. Yes. Yes, this is one of many that exactly the chorus is like a saxo beat. So right now we're looking at a clip that it's like bisexual lighting. It's like taking all these like trends from like American culture and making them European in a way. Yeah. Yeah. This song to me is K-pop. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Eurovision is like spiritually K-pop, I found. From my little... in In the sense that it's like things that Megan Trainor was doing yes. two years ago. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Various instruments all put together. Exactly. Oh, pretty funny. But yeah, this thing is empowerment. The, me- the message is like, you don't deserve me with like huge arena vocals. And I wrote down this lyric that it's like, hell no, nah, I'm not your honey. Hell no, nah, I don't want your money. <laughs> so you get the vibes. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I wonder why, why you think they're betting on this one to win. Is it the message? I know. Like, okay, so I was going to ask you, do the betting houses reveal their techniques or like their process mm-hmm. of figuring it out? It's just like the one that I was using is just an aggregate of a bunch of different betting houses, but they don't say how each one does it. Okay. Um, so I have no clue, yeah. The song does like, have one of the biggest play counts I've seen so far, view counts. Oh, that probably helps, yeah. 1.7 million. Also, the name of these betting houses really quick. Cool bet. Land Brokers, Classic. Bedway, <laughs> yeah. 888 Sport. I think it's a really popular event for betting because there's so much you can do with it. There's so many places to bet, yeah. And it's like nationalist, which helps. Exactly, yeah, that helps a lot. But I think it's probably a combination of like, this song actually doesn't suck. Like it's actually pretty listenable too. Yeah. And it's very Eurovision, I guess. And it has a cool message. So that's probably like, it checks a lot of the boxes. Yeah, it's like one of the closest to world class, if you could call it that. Yeah. Um, it just sounds the most real. Like a lot of songs are kind of uncanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> they're like so close to sounding like a real pop song, but they're obviously not. <laughs> you know? They could not exist outside of this context, yeah. Like those old like CD compilations that you would buy and then they'd all be covers by mistake. Yeah, exactly. Like Eastern yeah. European women singing like Celine Dion or whatever. <laughs> Celine Dion got famous of Eurovision, by the way. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yep. She represented Switzerland at some point. What? Well, she's not Swiss, but you know how the Cypress singer is Greek? Nope. I think what counts is if the writer of the song is from the country or something like that. I don't know. And because she was just a performer and apparently that's how she got famous in the eighties. Yeah. Crazy. She won. Well, congratulations, Sweden. (laughs) Switzerland. Oh, Oh, yeah, Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you got confused because the next song is in the docket for Sweden. Mm-hmm. It's called Voices by Tissa. <laughs> I don't know. Tass? Okay. We honestly need to learn Tuss? every language to say these names. Yeah. By our next episode, we'll, we will have learned every European language. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what an E is in Swedish. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what the E sound is at the end of a word. 
Tuth? Well, silent, mm-hmm. because Tav, Tav Lo. Oh, amazing point. Fucking genius amazing, point. Yeah. Tuth. <laughs> Honestly, they should have, they should have asked Tav Lo to do Eurovision. Yeah, real singers mm-hmm. never do Eurovision. Why is that? Yeah, no, they don't. I don't get it. I guess because you don't need the promo. And it is a bit tacky at the end of the day. <laughs> like as much as faggots appreciate it, the campiness and the tackiness, if you're trying to be a serious artist, you probably don't want to get, be associated with that. I don't know. Right. Because like winning Eurovision, yeah. if you're already a singer, is a downgrade. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if you won X Factor, yeah. Anyways, this song, let me, um, let me play it for us. Yes, so Sweden, who the country known for its like pop head makers, couldn't have sent the worst song, if you ask me. Yeah, we do associate Sweden with top tier pop production, don't we? Yeah, fully. What it proves is the good Swedes that make music have left the country. Yeah, they have left the chat. Except for Tavlo. She doesn't, she lives in LA. <laughs> See, yeah, all the talented Swedes are in LA. <laughs> This song, I just wrote cliche lyricism. I don't even know why I wrote that. I think there was a line that was like, forget the haters. And immediately my like scathing gay ass is like cliche. It's another it kind cliche, of fight so. song style. Exactly. In the style of fight song. Inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd think that Europe is at war from all these fight songs, you know, like. Literally. But no, they're at peace. They just love to create, recreate fight. They've just been in, in the house songs. for a year. okay this is so unfair but i also wrote diamonds by rihanna style not nearly as good but yeah i hear it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like a bad version of that but yeah this is not not good like really like forgettable too this is one of the few songs i marked red (laughs) so that's how much i didn't like it (laughs) if that helps needless to say listener he didn't like it yeah it's red okay (laughs) The next one I did remember though, because the singer's kind of hot, and this is Lithuania's entry by a band called The Roop. The Roop, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was The Roop for like so long. And the name of the song is Discotech. Thoughts? So this has one of the best aesthetics, or at least totally, most, yeah, let me yeah, not yeah. say best, let me say most cohesive. Because it is very much most consistent, yeah. like electropop, disco, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. There's really terrible dancing happening in front of my eyes right now. <laughs> but I just like the all yellow looks with like the checkerboard like, background. I like the consistency. Very, yeah. It kind of knows what it is, which I appreciate. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I feel like it really commits to this, like, to its gig, to whatever it is that it's in. Like yellow suits, everyone wearing yellow. The dance is so corny, but I think so what Eurovision is for, right? Like, like he has like a signature dance moves or not signature, but you know, he's like moves with his hands and all this crazy shit that I think is like why I would come, why I come to Eurovision, you know? Yeah. You want people involved to be having a good time, to be dancing mm-hmm. either well or badly. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> and I have to say Lithuania kind of provided that. Yeah, I think it's like a good spectacle for what it's trying to do. And I think the guy's hot, as I have already mentioned. He's like this, like a bit older, a bit too old to be a twink, but skinny and like bald, which I think is really hot. But musically, this reminded me, I don't know why. I think it's like there's like finger snapping and like very low key production. It reminded me a bit of Billie Eilish. Am I going crazy? Is it the migraine? I'm back. Sorry. Oh. 
I was asking you a question. I was oh, asking you a question. I was like, this Loki's reminded me a bit of Billie Eilish. Am I going crazy? Is it my migraine? What? The production. I know. Maybe I am going crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't know. hear I know. that. Okay, sorry. But the, the vocals reminded me a lot of Justin Timberlake love. What is it? Love like song? the kind of like. Sound? Huh, 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 huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, this is, I think, one of the highlights from the, from the semifinal, though, just because it's like really good at what it's trying to do. I mean, yeah, to be clear, it's absolutely horrible, but it is good at what it's trying to do. <laughs> it's horrid. <laughs> it's a horrid song. Don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> next song cypress the singer's name is elena sagrinu the song is called el diablo interesting choice for a title for i don't think they speak spanish in cyprus i know she's greek no way there's so much cross contamination <laughs> of languages <laughs> in this already yeah. whatever happened to nationalism isn't the whole point of this shit I know. Well, I mean, like half of them are in French. I guess it's just... Yeah, well, all of them are in English. I guess they're like kind of playing their cards to be understandable by everyone. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they are mostly all in English. That was something that I was really shocked about. They thought they would be more like nationalist about it. Only France is like always in French. Yeah. And I guess Spain too is always in Spanish. Um, But yeah, Cyprus. This is like the Bob of the group, I thought. Like like Bob in gay terms. Like this is... Both in the music videos, this like Zara Larson looking woman dancing, and there's this like very complex light design. I'm getting Ellie Golding personally. <laughs> she doesn't dance though, Ellie. That's true. That's true. She's doing a lot of sexy dancing on the floor. She's the only person in the video, from what I can tell. Yeah, red lights. Oh, she's in a plastic bag. Yeah, there's a ton of textures happening here. <laughs> <laughs> this is very America's Next Top Model, like like photo challenge yeah yeah it's in a plastic bag <laughs> um but it sounds good to me i really liked it i thought the pre-chorus was really fun it sounds like a rita ora song so it's i like it within the context i totally hear rita ora yeah right which yeah. what that means is it's put together properly like it's mathematically mm-hmm. a song <laughs> mathematically it's pop <laughs> music <laughs> yeah i think the vocals are good too which um not all of them all have been so far, really. But nope. yeah, it's very Eurovision, but very well-constructed, too. So I think it's a solid choice. I think it'll go off if people are going to bars to watch this in May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The gay bars are going to love this shit. Yeah, for sure. El Diablo, we all know what that means, which is great. That helps, honestly. <laughs> the song's meaning is described to be about falling in love with the devil. Oh, when I was doing research, she got a lot. Of, she got in trouble with... The Cypress Church. Oh. For the meaning of the song. Oh. Like, it's all about falling in love with the devil. Very Lil Nas X, I guess. Um, But yeah, very controversial, but not controversial enough to get canceled. Right. Because I've heard that if it's too political, then it's not, doesn't do well in Eurovision. But I think this is like a good balance of like a bit daring, a bit sexy, but not too much. (laughs) The great thing about Eurovision is every entity in every country can get involved and like decide if they like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like every church can be like actually you know what not feeling it this year <laughs> every like youth group is gonna be like yeah but this is a, a fine effort by elena sir yeah decent for sure who knows if the winner will swing bop or swing kind of dark and gloomy Ballad. yeah i wonder hopefully people are in the mood to let loose a little bit i think it's a year for yeah it's a year for bops like no one wants 
sadness this year, I think. I would like to hope. I hope that people will just choose something that makes people happy, period. Mm. But I don't know. It's not it's inspirational like a lot of the other ones, so maybe people won't, won't like that. It's not feminist. Right. Unlike the next song, Russia's <laughs> song <laughs> is quite feminist. Russia teaches us how to be feminist in 2021. <laughs> and no, it is not Pussy Riot. It's Maniza, Russian woman. Russian woman is in the song, yeah. Half of it's in English, half of it isn't. Every Russian woman needs to know is the kind of repeated lyric. So it is empowerment anthem. It is empowerment anthem. I don't know if it has a saxophone, but it has the essence of that to me in the chorus. Yeah, I think that's a saxophone. At a certain point, like these sounds and these instruments all blend together. And it's like, I actually don't (laughs) know what exactly I'm hearing. (laughs) I know. I wonder if they are like all the producers for Eurovision just get the same like software to produce their music or something because it yeah. sounds like they're all using the same samples, the same like Presets, instruments, plugins, yeah. definitely yeah. <laughs> loops. Yeah, so this is an empowering track about being a woman in Russia, specifically that, <laughs> <laughs> like not not being a woman anywhere but Russia. <laughs> I guess it could be about Russian women living abroad. We'll, we'll Perhaps see. expats. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Expat Russian woman. That's a snappy title. Have you ever heard one? <laughs> Reminded me of Worth It by Fifth Harmony. Oh, because of the chorus. Yeah, I hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a decent song. It's not the best, though. I didn't love it. What about that Jason Derulo song that has the saxophone? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could be any song with a saxophone. Maybe like Talk Dirty to Me. I think that's it. <laughs> It could be Problem by Ariana Grande, too. <laughs> that is such a hideous score on the I history mean, of pop music. <laughs> Both Focus and Problem are, yeah, they're really problematic. Wait, Russia got in trouble, too. This singer got in trouble. Oh. She faced a sea of criticism since winning Russia national final earlier in March, including from some people who say that her song is in Russian enough. So there's a lot of, she got a lot of like death threats because it's not, it's too feminist for Russian society, I guess, oh, or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So all the like very traditional older Russian peasants and babushkas and I'm just saying Russian <laughs> words at this point. Russian peasants <laughs> and babushkas. <laughs> <laughs> there's a title for the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the version the version Orthodox Church still has a lot of power in the culture and people were mad at her for making a song that is so harmless. Like it's literally like not even flaccid, like flaccid, yeah. <laughs> not to use a gendered word. Please no. Not not in the song called Russian Women. Uh, it's so funny. The message of the song is that Russian women exist. Literally, like it just has the word woman in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's not the worst song in this list, but it's far from the best. The fact of the matter is, like, one or two pints deep, you're going to be bopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. You're going to be a Russian woman reincarnated. You'll be like, you know what? Yeah. As a Russian woman, I do need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like crying into your vodka soda. <laughs> or just soda, if you're really not into drinking. It's cool. If you're sober. Into your um, kombucha. Cry into your kombucha. <laughs> I'm drinking kombucha right now, actually. Lucky. I'm drinking Guava Goddess. I'm drinking... That sounds fucking beautiful. Oh, I know the one, actually. Hey, GTS Kombucha, if you're listening, we're looking for sponsors, so... I'm drinking water. Um, listener 
tweet Magic Spoon and tell them to accept our promo code request. Mm. <laughs> Rasked Magic Spoon. If you know, you know. If you're subscribed to the Patreon, you listen to the pre-show where we talked about cereal. But if you don't, you don't get it. You don't get the vibe. <laughs> and we <laughs> we're really into cereal right now. <laughs> and, but we're also really into keto right now. So yeah. we want a keto cereal to sponsor the podcast. The keto cereal, Magic Spoon. <laughs> yeah, literally, there's one. There's not a chance they're going to say yes. No. They're going to see an episode title called Peasants and Babushkas and be like, actually, Lost Culturistas. <laughs> Smash the enter button. Lost <laughs> <laughs> Culturistas probably would. We should get Adam and, me, and Eve. That's what every YouTuber has. Really? Like the yeah. sex toy it's store? sex toy. Yeah. Why am I going to Adam and Eve? This is not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the point. Okay, let's go to the next, next song. episode of the pod is Josh live buying sex toys. Yeah. Explore. The next song shock, is... Experiment. Okay, yeah, next song. <laughs> so Romania, Romania, honestly, barely made an impression in me. The music video is very like Sia people, interpretive dancing, grabbing each other and like in a circle, high fives. Yeah, there we go. Like, it looks like they're taking her to, like, a mental asylum. And they're like, oh, I can't, here. I can't believe I didn't catch on to the Sia vibe. I was so focused on her, like, boots and black hair and being, like, Billie Eilish. Yeah, that too, yeah. It's like Billie Eilish dancing to a Sia, you know, Sia music video. Yeah. Her vocals are so processed on this. Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you say the name? No, we, we didn't, know. Oh, we have to do that. The name of the song, <laughs> yeah, the name of the song is Amnesia. The name of the artist is Roxanne. Yeah. The name of the game is flop. This is not going to win, I don't think. <laughs> the name of the show, Eurovision. The name of the pod, <laughs> Hollywood Singles. Yeah, it's... Um, the name of the mental illness, homosexuality. Yeah, it's not good. She is very young. <laughs> yeah, she is young. So, good for her. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> for being young. Good for her for being born after 93. Yeah, for uh, for being on Eurovision at such a young age. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. that's a, quite an achievement, yeah. Another one with over a million views, so it's looking good. Oh, also, I guess if you're in Romania, there's what, like, what, three pops? There's the, I don't think the population of the country is that big. Hmm. But it's still quite an achievement. I can't, I can't say that for myself, so good for Roxanne. Okay. One more here. And lastly, Israel. Yes, listener, you are probably wondering, as I am, Israel, is that in Europe? No, it's not geographically in Europe. Um <laughs> I guess culturally it is. Right. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how Israel I know I know that when I watched 2017, they were already in it. And I think they won they won maybe 2018 or something. And and people were protesting because, you know, the winner whoever wins, then the next year they are the hosts of the show. And I think I mean I might might be spreading some information, but I'm pretty sure that there's like um controversy around it because obviously Israel is an apartheid state. Or not obviously, but yes, mm-hmm. I do believe that. Um, so there's a lot of controversy around surrounding that. This song is by Eden Aline. Yep. And it's called Set Me Free. And it, listener, is a bop. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to admit. Some of the boppiest of the day. Mm-hmm. It is Zara Larson, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, Zara Larson kind of witches. I know, yeah. I agree. Yeah. First of all, gorgeous video. Yeah, okay. But we should say it has probably one of the biggest budgets in music video-wise. Yeah. What's the Lady Gaga video with, like, a bunch of the housewives at that Versace house? 
Oh yeah, uh, guy. Giving me that a little bit. Obviously, could never be on the same level, but it's like low budget. That yeah. yeah. I mean, the dancing right now looks pretty cool, and it's there's like a whole choreography in water. Dozens of backup dancers. Yeah, in water. Her hair is pretty good. She's giving Chloe and or Hallie. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's a good song. A fusion of both. Yeah, it's like a really good song. We're just watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listen, we got distracted. This looks like Dua Lipa at the Grammys with all the pink. Whistle note? Oh. Crazy. I mean, not deserved, but I'm happy it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing that it has like no views or very, very low views compared to the other ones. It was just posted today. I don't oh, know why. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, everything else was posted on like the 11th of right. March or around then. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it's like two weeks late, which is a huge thing. Mm. Huge difference. But yeah, good song. Yeah, good song. Eden, Alain, Aline. Although, according to betting houses, this one has the least chance of winning out of the ones that we what? talked about today. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I mean, honestly, I, I think... if it was late or something. Maybe it was, they chose it late. Maybe they still haven't. I mean, I'm sure that it's so preliminary because the semifinals haven't happened. And I feel like once the two groups are set and like the final group of 26 is chosen, I think the rankings are going to change a lot. Yeah, I agree. Because from what I hear, like a lot of it is like block voting. So say if only Sweden makes it through the next to the final, I believe that probably Finland and Norway and countries in that region would probably vote for it out of just like allyship. I don't know. Yeah. Can I read you this YouTube comment? Yeah, please. What an excellent revamp. More instrumentally balanced. The violins get more of the spotlight and the funkiness is gone. What? Which really helps the song skyrocket rhythmically. I love it. And so does Eden, from what it seems, as Ooh. she sings with more passion and charisma now. Now she can see, now she can feel the song. Israel will surely be joining the grand final, probably even the top 15 or top 10. Good luck to Israel from Greece. Okay, Anthony Fantano. So I guess it got remixed. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. <laughs> thanks, Needle Drop. <laughs> yeah, I guess there was like a, a, a previous version of that. I love the, um, I mean, I don't know what it means because I haven't heard the original, but I love the idea of removing the funk to make it more rhythmic. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that at all. I mean, maybe the other one was worse, but... Should we look up the original, since we're talking about this song? Also, um, listener, you might not be looking at this, but it seems like Eden Elin, yeah, she's Israeli singer of Ethiopian and Jewish descent. Is this different? Oh, yeah, the, the bass guitar is way higher in this mix. Mm. The video is worse, too. It is. I love how they're like top 15 being this huge achievement. Like, honey, top 15, that's like everyone. I guess there's so many Out songs. of 40 or 39, technically. Yeah, I guess that's a lot, yeah. Should we talk about, we're not going to talk about any other songs, but should we talk about the country that got disqualified this year? Belarus got disqualified, yeah. Disqualified for being too political. Eurovision insists on being apolitical every year, I guess. Mm. Or at least not overly nationalist, which the Belarus song was. It was very pro-government. That's interesting. It was critical of protests against the Belarusian president, right. oh, Alexander yeah. Lukashenko. Right. I remember that being the news at some point last year, the protests. Mm -hmm. Like a bunch of like websites that cover Eurovision 
we're like, we're not going to cover the Belarus song if it gets through. Interesting. So the committee shot it down. It was banned by like Eurovision itself, not by the country. Oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly. No, the country, I think, was happy to... I bet, yeah. ...have that. And in fact, probably insisted. Literally, I was going to say, yeah, probably like pushed for it to be the choice. Because I think some so- some countries have like internal reality show or competitions to choose a song, but some others just kind of choose their own volition. Hmm. So I bet that if you're like trying to legitimate yourself as a ruler, you probably like would send a song that speaks highly of you. Yeah, a, a critic said, the lyrics of the song support a government agenda that silences its citizens and imprisons its journalists for speaking out over basic human rights issues. Right. I mean, I honestly don't know anything about Belarusian politics. I don't know who I'm supposed to be supporting, but when it comes to pop music, I support <laughs> funk. I support funk. <laughs> no. <laughs> safe to say that we don't support the Belarusian president i mean i don't know seems safe to say <laughs> i don't <laughs> know just like raised his hands in the air <laughs> listen i just don't know because it could be western propaganda what if he's like this amazing president who's getting pinned like <laughs> portrayed as a president like a- locking up journalists you're right that is what we want that is appropriate okay you've read that word in the bbc you can trust them <laughs> eurovision news network <laughs> yeah but yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. The only other thing that I wanted to add before we go is that Australia, apart from Israel, Australia is also mm-hmm. in this year's Eurovision. I don't know when they started being in Eurovision, but I get Israel a bit more. Like geographically, it's closer. Australia, though. I know. That's a bit like too, <laughs> It's a bit of a stretch, right? And it makes me wonder, should Canada be in Eurovision? Because at that point, if you're opening to Australia, Canada should be allowed to be part of Eurovision too. We are wondering that. Canada yeah. should be. It seems like the only reason is that Australia's host TV broadcaster, SBS, is part of the European Broadcasting Union. Oh, that makes that would make a lot of sense, yeah. And this is a qualification requirement for entering the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, okay. Barely makes sense to me still. Like, why are they in the union? Follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing investigative journalism in real time. Australia is confirmed to be in Eurovision until 2023, so not long now. <laughs> Just a few more years. <laughs> we'll get that spot. Yeah. <laughs> I think Canada should push to be, this is completely unrelated, but it should push to be more European than it tries to be American. Just culturally yes. speaking. After this vaccine shit, I'm with you completely. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that's that should happen. Yeah, yeah. agree. Put Canada in Eurovision. We need like a TikToker strumming a guitar <laughs> across the world. Yeah, what would Canada do? Like, I don't even know. Sean Mendez, too. Oh my God. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. See, there's a lot of pop stars who could do it. That's the thing. A, a Canadian pop star would do Eurovision. That's the funny little twist with Canada. Yeah. You know, like they would think that's an upgrade, and it would be. And it would be, yeah. Like Carly Rae Jepsen could be convinced. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your audience goes from like 30 million to like however many people watch your vision, like hundreds of millions, you know? Yeah. So that's the takeaway from this episode, listener. Canada should join Europe. Not even Eurovision, Europe. Europe, yeah. <laughs> no, Canada should stop being so dependent on America economically and culturally. And yes. A big a big a big way to do that would be to turn to Europe. Um turn to Europe. And with that, we end our polit- the politics podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun.
Thanks for listening. And we will be doing the second part of this in a f- the coming weeks. We'll be talking about the second semifinal, yeah. which has countries such as France, Spain, the UK, Switzerland, etc., etc., etc. Some other big ones for sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep an eye out on um, the view counts and stuff and the, yeah. the hype to see if there are any we missed. Yeah, the next time we do it, let's update like the hype or like the betting predictions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. totally. We're all in this year. In the meantime, subscribe to our Patreon. We'll be doing against again <laughs> in the coming, probably <laughs> next week. Um, and yeah, how local after that? So more good content coming from the efforts <laughs> at How Local Singles. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye.